All right, Uppercut Podcast, we are back, boys. And I have to say, I think I give it a um, I'd say a B plus for this opening card. What do you guys think? B plus for the opening pay per view of the year? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. The crowd kind of shit on me. I mean, I don't know. The the crowd really did it for me. They were really kind of shitty. Yeah, that crowd especially. Was yeah, especially Glover and the whole ending, that really left a bad taste in my mouth where there's fucking no one there at the end. Especially even during the fights, there's like a whole lot of motherfuckers dressed as fucking empty seats, I'll tell you. <laughs> and it, like, yeah, the... I, it looked like it was like half full. It didn't even look like it was filled. Yeah, it was very confusing situation with the fucking crowd. Honestly, I... I barely put that crowd above an Apex crowd. For real. Yeah, I, the crowd definitely kind of blew my shit. But in more in reference to just the card in general, I think it was a fucking perfect way to start out the year. A lot yeah, of crazy shit really happened. Good. Yeah, a couple retirements. Fucking Davison with a fake retirement. Yeah, dude, I that mean, was fucked. Yeah, that was fucking nuts. Shake it up with Sweet Dreams taking the title. I mean... I don't know. I thought it was pretty great. The fu- You guys are right there, and especially the crowd during the Shogun fight. That was fucking pitiful. Yeah, that was really rough. The Shogun fight was the only one that really was the only fight that, like, I didn't like. I just, I hated how it, ha- like, what happened. I hated how the crowd was. I hated how pitiful they were when he retired. That, w- that was the one that brought it from, like, an A card to a B plus for sure. Yeah, that was fucking dog shit. But Jeff came through with probably the best Mac of the year so far. No doubt yeah. that shit was slamming. Holy shit. Shrimp, crab lobster, nice. and crab. Oh, Ooh, my God. He... You had shrimp, lobster, and crab? Jesus Christ, dude. Dude. Oh, yeah, was... we had a fucking... Dude, we had that, some salmon sliders Mike whipped up. Golly, some fucking super like salty tide out there. Oh, man, tide. it was a fucking whole spread. Dude, it I made did. up for the fucking shitty. I'll tell you, it really made up for the shitty crowd. It brightened my mood yeah. by 10. And I feel like the main card was not that great. I, I mean, the the whole prelim was kind of sweet. But yeah. the main card, I don't know. It kind of lacked for me. I like the main card. Let's get into it. Um, Because I like the main card. Uh, First off, just going off the picks, Um, Jeff went 7-4. and four. He missed on the Hammy Sosa lock of the night, which was Terrence Ugh. McKinney. So we'll get into Ugh. that. That was a He's tough planet, dude. Um, he picked Terrence McKinney, Jalton Almeida, Cody Stamen, Tiago Moises, Robocop, Ihor Potiera, Johnny Walker, Jessica Andrade, Gilbert Burns, Figueredo, and Tejera. So obviously he missed on Figueredo, Tejera, Terrence McKinney, and Robocop. Um, Mikey also went 7-4, and four, and he hit on the Mikey's Nightcool fight of the night very nicely. Mm-hmm. Terrence McKinney versus Ismail Bonfim. Um, Mikey picked Terrence McKinney, Jalton Almeida, Cody Stamen, Tiago Moises, Robocop, Shogun Hua, Johnny Walker, Jessica Andrade, Gilbert Burns, Brandon Moreno, and Glover Teixeira. So he missed on Shogun, Robocop, and Terrence McKinney. Maybe, wait, did you miss on it? Was there anyone else that you missed on? Uh, I think that was it. Oh, so maybe, actually, you went 8-3. and three. My bad. No, you, oh, wait, yeah, yeah, you said Shogun. My bad, 8-3. and three. All right. I had a had a rough, rough fucking day. Um. I went six and five. My prelim pick of the night was Robocop versus Bruno Ferreira. Um, I think there was other pre that was a really good fight, but I think there's other really good ones too. Um, I missed on Terrence McKinney, hit on Halton Almeida, Cody Stamen, Tiago Moises, missed on Robocop, missed on Shogun, hit on Johnny Walker, hit on Jessica Andrade, hit on Gilbert, missed on Figueredo, and hit on Glover. So 
that moves Mikey to 24 and 21 all time and three and one on night quill fight of the night picks. Jefferson is 26 and 18 all time, two and one on Hammy Sosa lock of the night picks. And I am 25 and 20. So I believe that puts Jeff in the lead right now. Um, yep. In terms of winning percentage. So before we begin, my strategy of fading UFC debut fighters did not work really at all because they went, the debut fighters, excuse me, went four and two. So, um, I think that was probably me being lazy on my part, but now I'm going to start to, you know, I, I did watch most of their fights. I just, I guess I missed some of the analysis. So, um, yeah. And it's also different with fucking Brazilians debuts because they yeah. actually have like fights, actual big fights against big competition. Usually it's crazy. Yeah. I want to note they... something real quick too, before we dive into this too. If you don't, you guys don't feel like losing money. You don't feel like fading our shitty picks. I don't blame you. But our fucking verdict is free, and its link is in the bio. Yeah. And if we get 10 to 20 people, we're going to put up cash prizes for our verdict league. Click the link, pick fights, pick the method. It's all free. It's a free app. Yes. Join up, people. And you could There's win. Plenty of degenerates out there wanting to win a little cash for free. To be fair, I did put Moreno on the verdict pick, so that saved me. But, um, yeah, so listen to Mikey. It's in the link tree and below in the description. Um. Yeah, so let's get into it. First fight, Simon Oliveira versus Daniel Marcos. Um, if you guys remember, Daniel Marcos beat our boy Brandon Lewis, who we interviewed um, before the Dana White Contender Series. This was an awesome fight, but for some reason, Oliveira kept throwing these like spinning attacks. Um, it was mostly a stand and bang, and Marcos's hands were just a lot better. Um, I was impressed Marcos attacked the body, and he gets this like nice round two TKO win. Uh, honestly, my biggest takeaway from this was that um, Oliveira was a little bit too show-offy, I guess, if for lack of a better word, and Marcos was a real fucking animal, and we definitely have to be on the lookout for him um, because he he really put it, he really uh, had a solid performance on Saturday, so I'm impressed with him. Um, I hope he gets a little step up in competition now. I think he deserves it. Um, and then the next fight was Zara, Zara Farn dos Santos versus Josiane Nunes. How the fuck was this fight sanctioned? I don't know if you guys saw this, but Farn was probably double the size of Nunes. It was fucking ridiculous. It was such a David and Goliath fight. I was very surprised that they were in the same weight class. It was fucking insane. Even if it's at catch weight, um, she was probably like 6'2", it looked like, and Nunes was like 5'1". That's what the... Dude, like my, my girl kept I. saying it like every two minutes. Yeah, <laughs> that's what, my girlfriend kept, just kept talking thing. about it. I, I swear, I was like, this fucking lady's got to be six foot. I yeah. think that what did it say five seven? That was wrong. So Nunez is either ridiculously short or Farn is taller or both because it was it looked like literally my girlfriend and I fighting each other. So for perspective, my girlfriend's five foot tall and I'm six one. So dude, either <laughs> that or my fucking gauge of how tall the how tall is the cage? I have no idea. I really I don't. Think it's dude, I thought it was foot, like right. That's what I thought too, and it swore it looked like her fucking head was over it. Damn, damn. Yeah, I don't know what I don't know how that fight got sanctioned. Even if it was at catchweight, just the size difference was ridiculous. Um, but anyways, what a fight! Farron was so yep, much. It is six foot. Yeah. So wow. So she's massive. But anyways, this was a a great great fight. The first round was actually fucking nutty. Um, Farron was just weathering, or sorry, Fan was just fucking beating the fuck out of Nunez, and then Nunez was able to weather the storm. She got she got some nice counter boxing in, but I thought Farron won the um first round pretty handedly. From the second on, Nunez really sort of took control. Um, 
and it looked like Nunes put her foot down on the gas and Farron took hers off. And I don't know. It was a nutty ass fight. I was really impressed with it. Um, I think I, I was happy with the Nunes split decision win. I think even though some people were arguing against it, I think like the fact that she did that against a bigger fighter too, um, I think that should sway some decision just a little bit. I don't know if that's that logical thing, but to me, if the much smaller fighter is able to weather the storm and, you know, put up an equal-ish performance, then I would, I would rather it go to a split than a draw, if that makes sense. I don't know how you guys feel about that point. Yeah, it's no, fair no. enough to me. I mean, yeah. it, it kind of, yeah, you can't, you can't stop that visual of, like, someone, like, that get David and Goliath fight. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, 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 maybe you guys will disagree with that, and if I hear I feel like argument. you kind of get that with underdogs, too. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a Dude, very like, judges... really big underdogs. Yeah. And judges destroy scorecards for a lot less than that. So that even seems almost like a fair reason to give points. True. So, yeah, good fight. Um, I was really impressed. The next fight, Orly Alves versus Nick Dalby. Um, I'm going to hand this one off to Mike. I think you were able to catch that one, right? Nah, this is – I caught, I started with Terrence McKenney. Oh, okay, sorry, sorry. I'll hand this one to Jeff, actually. We'll lateral it over to Jeff. I mean, I kind of caught the tail end of it, but all I could tell was it was an absolute war. Okay, I I watched this fight and I somehow don't I like I sat there and watched it and I don't remember so I don't I like yeah I all I caught was like a couple of combos and it looked fucking crazy and then I was like ah let me go tender this let me go tend to this seafood mac <laughs> yeah dude that must have fucking cost a lot of money um but yeah so I I uh I I don't know we'll give you better analysis later but we're a little bit in a rut I just moved it's been a busy fucking week <laughs> for the boys here so. I was in PA. I had to drive back and then move. So it's been crazy. Mikey and Jeff have both been working like crazy. So we're sorry we didn't rewatch this fight, but we'll get we'll get back on it. The next fight, though, uh, Ishmael Bonfim versus Terrence McKinney. Holy fuck! What I was not expecting that whatsoever. Um, Bonfim obviously gets this ridiculous knee knockout. Uh, well, first he gets mouth the mouth guard out of Terrence, and then Terrence face plants from a knee knockout. Uh, Jeff, we'll start with you. What did you think of that fight? Yeah, as soon as I saw the fucking opening and Terrence, dude, he he threw, like, I don't know. It looked funky. It was a weird. He threw with, like, absolutely no power. I don't know what, I don't even know how to explain it. He kind of threw like he was Sean Strickland. Yeah. (laughs) Like, them funky-ass, like, weird looping punches that really don't have power, though. It was very strange. Or he left himself way too open for a Yeah. Game. It was like Strickland's fucking overhands he was throwing. But, yeah, he just left himself wide open constantly and kept getting his mouth guard knocked the fuck out. And I was yeah, like, it happened twice. Yep, there goes the hammy sauce lock. Yeah, that was fucked. Um, Mikey, did you pull anything yeah, from that one? Yeah, every, every motherfucking fake Bonfim was throwing. He was opening up McKenney so fucking bad. Uh, it was... Yeah. It was just like bound to happen. I, now a flying double knee, mid air, that might have been my uh, Nyquil platinum pick of the year, dude. Because I'm pretty yeah. sure at the end of the year, unless like a Leon grade knockout comes, that's probably going to be knockout of the year. That's going to be a really hard one to top. I think so. Also, I just want to give you some props, Mike, because you're three and one on the Nyquil fight of the nights. That's pretty good. 
you're able to call it. Yeah, I don't think I'm breaking no ground with my picks, but they've all been pretty good knockouts, which I really uh well hang my cape. It's been a lack of heavyweight picks too. I like, which is nice. Like it's not like you're just usually picking the heavyweight pick. Yeah, that that would be a nice way out. Like I I didn't expect Terrence McKinney get knocked the fuck out. So there you go. Um, next fight. Luann Lacerda versus Cody Samen. This one, one I second. I want to talk about something with that Terrence McKinney fight. Oh yeah, go ahead. I do hope that this does open up. You know, kind of, kind of throws a little dirt on Terrence McKinney. You know who we should fight next? Yes, indeed. I yeah. agree. I, yep, so, okay. I think I think it throws enough dirt that the UFC finally makes that fight happen. Might be just enough of a stain to get in the fight, Patty. Just yeah. enough. Yeah, I don't know. I I really I heard, but now I can't remember what the fucking argument against it was. It it totally swayed me against this. I idea. guess because they're too young and up and comers. But I mean, no, I it was something kind like, of both face defeat <laughs> their yeah, last fight. It was something like Terrence McKinney's coming off of a loss, an, a brutal loss. So if you feed him to Patty, like Patty's still gonna need, like he needs to actually fight someone that did something. I I think was the argument. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not a matchmaker, and every time I think something's going to happen, the UFC does a fucking 180. See, that's another thing. I think we just have something special in Bond Team. I don't think we can really hold this fucking loss against Terrence too much, even though he was thrown fucking crazy and it looked like the lights kind of got to him. Yeah. Dude, Bond Team was just on another level. Fighting on the same card as your brother in your hometown. The fucking like, Bond Fiend in your own country, yeah. yeah. It, the it, the dude, Diaz brothers. I mean, like that was a fucking perfect. It was like fucking fighting Molly and fucking Patty in fucking London. True. Or though too, like you're not winning. Back when those were those guys were both good. Um. All right. <laughs> <clears throat> Next fight: Luan Lacerda versus Cody Stamen. This one was a kind of interesting. Cody Stamen really peppered Luan Lacerda in the beginning. It seems like he takes rounds two and especially round three off. Um which I always think is a weird strategy when you just assume that you won on the scorecard. It ends up going to unanimous decision, and Cody Stamen gets the nod like we picked. However, I was a little bit scared there for a minute. Um, I wasn't necessarily sure if he did enough in the first to get the win, but, hey, a win, a win is a win for us. Um, Mike, we'll start with you. How, how are you feeling about that one? Uh, you know, good for him for getting the win, I guess. I, it just, I, it definitely wasn't the win he was looking for. No. This guy's fought top of the line, guys. It wasn't really a super decide. Did it go down the split? I think it was no, unanimous. unanimous. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It, it's, yeah, it was 29-28. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't nothing to write home about. He called out Marab after. I don't know what the flying fuck he was thinking calling him out, dude. He, I mean... I don't Rob know. Rob would, would beat him, I think. He's yeah, already did. beaten him. Yeah. 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 That's why he called him out for a rematch. It's just, it didn't move the needle for Stamen for me very much. It didn't do a whole lot, I didn't think. Yeah. No, kind I of mean, Marab, Marab would beat him now, like with the performance that he had against Luan Lassane. Oh, yeah. Marab oh, 100%. I mean, that's why I was saying. I don't even know what he was thinking calling Marab. I know that's like part of their thing. They have to call people out. But if you think that's the performance to get Marab Dwalis Feely, yeah, fucking Marab. Yeah, also, I mean, just Marab look at it. Mar- yeah, Marab's about to fight Pewter. Well, yeah, I think Pewter's- that got scheduled after they fought, so I, I think he didn't know is what it seemed like to me. But no, even that was still, way before that was no, even yeah. still, I think this was like last week that got scheduled. Yeah, it's been around for a while. I don't know. I don't but know. What even if he, he, whether he knew or didn't know, it didn't matter. It's yeah, just, just like, look at the fuck? fucking levels. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he just I don't took know what he was thinking. Juan Lacerda to decision 
Marav just took fucking Jose Aldo to decision. I mean, maybe he was uh maybe he was you know leaving some on the table for you know leaving some gas left in the tank for fucking Marav because he really he did say statement did say he cut twenty five pounds in five days, which hats off. Holy shit, that is pretty fucking impressive. Is what yeah, but you also put yourself in that position. Yeah, yeah, and it still doesn't earn you a shot at someone better, really, in my book. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah, but yeah, I think we all agree on that one. Next fight, uh, Shamil Abdurakimov versus Jalton Almeida. Boys, who do you think has the higher um, steroid to piss ratio, John Jones or Jalton Almeida? We'll start with you, Jeff. Dude, I think I got John Jones. Wait, wait, John Jones, not on a fight. Camp, not in camp. Uncamped John Jones or Jalton Almeida last Dude, not going to lie. I think heavyweight John. I think John Jones has been cleanish recently, at least. No, no, this is this is pure, I'm talking pure like. But whatever. we're talking prime John Jones running through fucking cocaine and fucking pregnant women. Yeah. Uh, dude, I might. Dude, I don't think anyone's pissing pissing hotter than that. Yeah, I think if you add in the other the other drugs that are going on, yeah, here, that and the possible fucking acidic. venereal diseases. Yeah, dude, the only one with fucking piss more like lava is fucking Uberim. That's the only person oh. more lavafied. I have piss. one more. Indeed. I have one more, boys. Uh, a little a little man by the name of Kamaru Usman. <laughs> here you go. Uh, oh God, info. <laughs> I don't know wars. if you guys here have heard about this info theory. Info I have. Shit. <laughs> um, I don't know. I like how we're acting like Brock Lesnar doesn't. Dad's exist. a pharmacist. I know. Hey, he's not on the. He's not on the. I mean, he does exist. Brock Lesnar's definitely roided up. Also, Usman's father is a pharmacist, but whatever. Um. Okay. So basically, exactly what the fuck happened? What exactly? What happened is what we thought was going to happen. Um. First off, Shamil, I. Now we interview a lot of fighters. I like to say I think we have a really good relationship with a lot of fighters. Um. And I, I always make this thing where I do not like to call for jobs. I do not like like to call for retirements. That being said, Shamil. Please, for the for the good of your own health, I think this is his either third or fourth first round knockout loss in a row. Please retire. <laughs> you, I don't I, think there's nothing wrong with saying that. You didn't say he sucks. You just said he no. should retire. I don't. I just I think, don't think like, yeah, he's not as athletic. It's or the difference between fast. saying someone sucks and then saying someone should retire. And yeah. Shamil Abdu Abdu Rakimov should 100 percent retire. I just feel bad. Like it's you're watching him get brain damaged because what he took from Jelton Almeida was not an immediate TKO. He sat, he got, he got mounted. Yeah. It actually went over a round and a half, but no fucking overhit. Yeah. Dude, what a bad beat. I forgot it went two rounds somehow. I completely it's forgot. It's a really about that. bad beat. It, it went should over have by ended what, in 26 round seconds, I think, yeah. or something. Yeah, yeah. That might be bad beat of the fucking century, dude. Yeah. That was, and it, it should have ended. It was like minus round. 800 for the under or some crazy shit. Yeah, and it, it literally should have ended in the first round too. Like he was sitting there getting pummeled in the side of the head, and the game yeah. ended. So, anyways, um, yeah, Halchon Almeida, good prospect. Not going to say anything really because he was fighting Shamil. So it's like I don't really know. Give oh, he's ranked little... now. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. I'm excited for that. Um, we'll start with you, Mike. How did you feel about that one? I mean, I checked this morning. He's ranked 14 now, and I yeah. was thinking, I'm like, dude, I. Don't know if there's a lot of people outside the top five who are really feel confident can beat him either, to be honest with you guys. I, yeah. I just don't know. Like, Derek Lewis, Except no shot. Usada. I don't think Derek <laughs> Lewis could beat him. Yeah, Usada could beat him. <laughs> yeah, Usada in a paper cup. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Derek Lewis, no shot. Rosenstruck, I don't think so. Marcin Tybora, I don't think. Dude, fucking Shamil just beat Marcin Tybora like two years ago. Like, I don't think he's beaten Jalton Almeida. Like, I. I don't know, your boys. Fucking Poli- you keep that Polish name out your goddamn mouth. He will. Uh, <laughs> we only. I mean, I like Marcin Tibor as much as the next guy, but I, I don't fucking know, boys. This yeah. guy's a fucking man. To be honest, Marcin's probably my least favorite Pola out of all, right. all the UFC Pola. Hot take from Jefferson here. I'm sorry. Nice. Marcin's just, he's the one that just, his fighting style will not fucking <laughs> win me over no matter what. I'll be honest with you. Now that Joanna is retired, I think Alexi Dachuk is my favorite. Or Jan. And beating fucking Roman off. I'm really. <laughs> yeah, true. Alexi Alexi Chuk or um, Blachowicz is pretty good. I like both of them a lot. I really like Alexi. Oh, Jan's the best for sure. Yeah, yeah. you can't fucking Kovic, soup and I like. bean. I like Red Kovic soup and bean. Yeah. I like Kovacevic too. Yeah, yeah. borscht. I, have you ever, have you guys ever had borscht? It's like no, nah, I think we talked or about actually, it before. No. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a quick little side. I know we've had a lot of side notes, but fucking, I w- I was in um, uh, some like I don't fuck where where I don't know. I was in off the coast of Massachusetts, some weird island where they do Halloween. I forget what it's Salem, Salem, Massachusetts. I don't even know if that's an island. I'd take a bus there or a train maybe. And um, I went to a Polish market with my girlfriend, and the sm- I didn't smell anything. I could not smell anything. Um, I thought they just smelled like fried food. My girlfriend's face turned like green, basically, and she like could not get out of the store fast enough, and we refused to come back in. And she said it smelled horrific in there and was panicking. So I don't know what the fuck happened, but fried cabbage. I'm... That's what I was thinking about. I couldn't smell anything. All I could smell was fried food. So I don't know what was going on, but hmm. that's a little side side uh story there. Um, yeah, or that th- fucking what you call it, or that kraut. Yeah, dude, mm, <laughs> mm, that fresh kraut, that probiotic. Yeah. Shit in the hot got the hot snakes. All right. Um, let's go. Uh next fight. The other Bonfine brother decided to fucking outdo his other brother, Ishmael, and Gabriel comes in. He gets a 30-second submission win over Munir Lazes. Not really much we could say other than that the Bonfine brothers are fucking here, boys. And I don't think we were ready for him, and we definitely should be now. So Jeff, we'll start with you. How did you feel about this performance? Yeah, I mean, it's kind of sad that we're, what, only a couple fights into the prelims, and this was the peak of the crowd. Yeah. I mean, this was seriously the high point of the crowd. After this, it all went downhill. <laughs> That's very true. Uh, Mike? Yeah, it was a bomb fiend bro takeover. They took over the crowd. They fucking made the best of their predicaments. I mean, wasn't much more you could ask for them to. No, I think uh, I greatly um, just did not give them their respect, so I apologize for that, but I will have some respect on their name now for To be sure. fair to you, though, dude, it's so hard to gauge with these fighters who fight in other promotions for the UFC. Like, yeah. you never fucking know what great talent they're fighting. It's so hard to gauge. I know, especially when the promotion's, like, it's, like, dim lighting. Spe- and it's- yeah, out of the U.S. especially, because yeah. then it's, like, real confusing with the promotion. Like in a garage, you know? It's, like, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Because at some least guys we kind of are- know, like, the big players in the U.S. US regional promotion. Yeah. Yeah, we know those guys better. But we um, don't really. Other than, yeah, we don't really know shit none, outside. Really. Yeah, what we need is the DWCS to come back, because that's kind of how you learn a lot of those regional guys. And it's a good kind of, like, medium between you know the ufc and 
regionals where you can kind of get the top regional prospects to fight each other, see who kind of really is um, the guy. I mean, saying that, I did I picked against Daniel Marcos, and he was on that, so I don't know. Yeah, like you're watching a fucking two guys fight on an Android in a fucking basement for yeah. their promotion, and then jeans. he comes in. Yeah, like, and then the he fuck? fights Terrence McKenney. You would yeah. never pick the other guy. Yeah, so it's tough. But um, all right, let's take a quick break, and then we'll be back to recap the rest of the card. All right, we're back. Let's talk about Tiago Moises versus Melquizel Costa. Um, honestly, this was the one that I was actually the most afraid of um, in terms of the debut fighter coming in and getting the win. Because um, I did do some research on Costa just because he's a little bit more famous with the vitiligo and all that type of stuff going on. He's kind of like got a little bit more of a following, I think. Um, so I was watching his stuff and then he looked really sharp to me. So I was a little worried about him, but Tiago Moises just dismantled him and ended up getting that submission win fairly easily. Um, Mike, we'll start with you. How did what did you take away from that fight? Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, Melk showed he showed little spurts of resilience. I yeah, mean, he yeah, but he definitely ended up getting rolled in the second round. I mean, and I think we called it pretty spot on. We knew Moises was going to somehow get him to the ground at one point or another, and it was pretty much going to be over. Yeah. He's a fucking snake, and not in a bad connotation. He's a snake on the ground, dude. Once he wraps you up, I mean, you're about fucked. I yeah. mean, he even gave Islam a run. So if someone is giving Islam a run, I don't see a newcomer beating them. And I think we called it pretty damn spot on. Yeah. Um, Jeff? Yeah, this was a short notice, right? For yep. Yeah. Yeah. This fight really reminded me exactly of our boy Shanus. His mm. fight against what you call it, Sadiq Yosef. Like yeah. it was just a real tough outing for a debut. But it was like it you can kind of see it was like his shot for the UFC if you take this short notice fight. But I mean, I'm glad to see him at least show spurts in it and yeah. do pretty decent. Because Tiago Moises is such a hard outing for your fucking yeah. first fight. Yeah, that's a really so good is Sadiq Yosef. He's yeah. another tough one. Yeah, that was like spot on comparison. Actually, I mean, he lasted a little bit longer than Shanus, but still, like, right spot on. I, I think Shanus even told us that he cut like twenty five fucking pounds or whatever for that one. Yeah. Ugh. So he came in short notice, cut twenty five pounds, took on a fucking basic. Is Sadiq contender right now? Yeah. I think he's like number fourteen or something or thirteen. Yeah. He's ranked. Yeah. So crazy. Just shows how fucking how much of a man uh, Don Shanus is and uh, Melk is because shout out to both of them for taking their short notice fights. Um, So, yeah, they, those guys always save cards. So you got to respect that. Next fight, Robocop versus Bruno Ferreira. Didn't see this one coming, boys. Holy fuck. Um, Robocop gets flatlined off a straight punch. I mean, I was very surprised. I thought he was actually winning. I don't know if you guys agree with me on that one, but I thought he was winning until he took that straight. Um. He was sort of stalking him and got him cornered up and then was kind of starting to unload and then he just took that straight right to the chin and fell asleep. Um yeah, Jeff, we'll start with you. How did you what did you think about the Robocop fight? Yeah, that was, that was just dude, the world better be on watch out for the fucking Hulk. Speaking of motherfuckers who could probably burn a fucking cop. Yeah. Holy <laughs> shit, dude. That knockout was vicious. That was it was fucking nuts i was i did not see that coming at all um and the funny part was i was at my girlfriend's aunt house where none of them gave a singular fuck about what was going on so i'm freaking out no one gives a fuck or understands why so i 
Uh, yeah, I, I did not see that coming at all. Mike, did you have any inclination that this was a possibility? No shot in hell, dude. Uh, I think it, fair, it threw a very necessary curveball into the prelim. Like, we needed yeah. that. Dude, and after RoboCop's last win, dude, motherfuckers were talking about he was going to be fighting for the title here short. Not <laughs> not obviously right for the title, but another couple wins. This is five days ago, so right before the fight. Sir Dog made a video. It's a really good video, too. It's only five minutes long. Is Gregory RoboCop the next big thing? That's yeah. one of the videos. If you look up Gregory Rodriguez on YouTube, yeah. here's Here's one of these one. motherfuckers is in the chat right now. His right name here. is Max. Yeah, I was fucking right all over him, dude. I was I was sitting on I mean, his lap like a little boy, dude. I and was... not necessarily that I would have disagreed <laughs> with, with Santa, you guys, not in but... a weird way. That was an yeah, awful analogy. I wouldn't have disagreed with you guys, but holy shit, what a way to end that hype train. Here's another one. Another good video I watched. Gregory Rodriguez literally opens his third eye and comes back to win. <laughs> dude, that video I mean, sounds so sus if you don't know what the fuck anyone's talking about. <laughs> dude, holy shit. I mean, all we've heard about is how elite his skill set is, how he's been dominating his opponents. He closed at like a minus 300 favorite. And he was yeah. supposed to fight fucking Brad Tavares, dude. If you ask 10 UFC fans who's better fighter, Bruno Fajeda, or Brad Tavares, I'm pretty sure 10 out of 10 say Brad Tavares. Yeah. And fucking, he comes in short notice and flatlines RoboCop. Wow. I mean, way to seize your opportunity. Got two words for you, boys. Hulk smash. That's all I got to say on that one. That was <laughs> fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, yeah, so great fight. Not the outcome I was expecting at all. Um, But yeah, like you said, Mike, it completely derailed the hype train because, I mean... Now, of course, you're seeing all these fucking videos come out that are like, Bruno was open, or uh, RoboCop was fucking open. That was always going to happen. They're breaking down his striking oh, style. Oh, yeah, of course. Seeing footage from the fight of him getting fucking knocked out, as if that means anything, but whatever. Um, So, yeah, let's let's move on here. Uh, The next fight that we have to talk about is Shogun Hua versus Ihor Potiera. Honestly, boys, I don't want to fucking talk about this one that long because that was just awful. Um. Shogun obviously gets knocked out. Didn't really look like he wanted to be there. Um, you know, or not knocked out. He got TKO'd. Uh, yeah, I don't really want to say anything more. It was I don't want to address sexist. this one. Yeah, I don't ahead, want to Mike. move on, dude. Go that ahead. fucking dance was so fucking shitty, dude. And not even it the was fact shitty. Dude, that was phenomenal in my eyes. The fucking <laughs> dude. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> dude, that, dude. <laughs> that shit was so unfunky. He had he was stiff as a board. And then not only was it corny because he did the shogun, it was corny because he whipped out a a, a hand pissed a finger shot himself. What? That was hey. like oh god, dude. He's, that hey, was so cringy. <laughs> a couple things. One, he's from a war-torn country, so I'm not sure how much funk music he's listening. Secondly, no. that could explain the gun, you know? He's been around him. He just wanted to, like, I don't know, whip it out. Who knows? Um, the dance was fucking awful, um, but no white dude can really dance. So, I mean, I don't know what the fuck we expected. I think you guys are sleeping on it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I I was just fucking mad that that's how Shogun went out to Iho Potiera um, in his home country, and no one no one really paid him his respects. That sucked. That was pitiful. Yeah, and it's like, not- how else is he really going to go out? Realistically, give who him, else was he going to fight? Give him some fucking. I don't like, know. Like I heard, him... I heard Ariel say some bullshit. Like he should have been fighting Paul Craig, dude. I just watched Paul Craig snap the fucking <laughs> champion's arm in half a yeah. couple months ago. 
I don't want to see him do that to Shogun in front of his fans. In but front of his family. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but I do think Shogun should have been on the main card. That's yeah. what I was going to say, too. I think, I think that would have only... made this fight better. If it was uh, just, like, kind of hidden in the main card and not the fucking feature prelim, because then we get that taste in our mouth. And if you didn't <laughs> buy that shit, then you're left with it. Dude, I just want the taste of that fucking dance out of my mouth, dude. That's <laughs> yeah. all I want, dude. That was so fucking pitiful. And I don't even yeah. think he meant it in, like, a demeaning way, but it was just a terrible dance. Like, that motherfucker needs to call Chris Breezy, dude. <laughs> yes, he, <laughs> he needs does. to get right. Yes, he does. All right. Next fight. I like this one. Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. Uh, fuck's going on with Paul Craig, boys? Jeff, we'll let you start. I know Dude, you also I don't mean, like Paul Craig like I do. Even though I kind of expected him to be on his back like Riley Reed, <laughs> I kind of did call this one perfectly. Yes, Paul he Craig did. was going to catch his fucking leg and then get knocked the fuck out. Whether he was on the ground or not, he did exactly that. He, he tried striking, that- though. Dude. I don't know. Emphasis on tried. Because <laughs> I don't know if I can give him good striking after he literally just left both of his hands on his ankle. Oh, I know. It was it was <laughs> <laughs> like he died holding on to his leg like he was a little kid crying about a toy and fucking Toys R Us. Yeah, it was pretty, uh, pretty tough. To It was a I don't know. It was a very uh, tough performance for Paul Craig. He got a. Uh... Got a little bit shown up there. Mike, how did you feel about that one? I think we predicted it pretty well, though. We did say it was going to end in a wonky way, and that (laughs) was just a peculiar knockout. (laughs) If if you're listening and you didn't watch it, please go back and watch it. Johnny Walker is on one foot, and he knocks out Paul Paul Craig. Craig just held on to his ankle for no fucking reason while he was eating punches. I saw Eddie. He got knocked out holding his ankle. (laughs) Dude, someone made it. Switch handed edit on Twitter and literally put in like fucking Looney Tunes noises. <laughs> it's like bump, bump, dude. It like fits the whole scenario. Yeah, I was waiting for a fucking acne fucking air fucking anvil <laughs> to fall on one of them. <laughs> yeah, it was. I, it dude. was the most Paul Craig Johnny Walker fight I think we could have expected. Dude, but the fucking worm was sweet. Dude, that was clean. Yeah, that's one dance move we can all agree on. That, yeah, that was one phenomenal. Was fucking clean. That was clean. And then I was scared like, he wasn't going to bring it back out after he got injured that one I time mean, doing it. Yeah. yeah. The He's John Jones call right? out a little strange. I'm pretty sure John Jones would, uh, you know, have his way with him a little bit. And also bit not fighting in his division. Yeah, I know. So I was since. <laughs> All over the place. A classic Dude, one Johnny thought Walker. I had on this, though, is if, say, Johnny Walker gets one or two more wins, and this is probably shooting for the stars and really a dog shit thought, but, dude, it's not that crazy to think, and it would be awesome to see him and Jamal Hill have a rematch, oh, whether it be so for nice. the title or, say, if Jamal lost the title and he needed another fight to get back in the title contention, dude, it'd be awesome to watch him and Jamal Hill fight again. I totally agree. All right, next I fight. I don't know after Jamal turned him into a fucking inflatable tube, man. <laughs> I don't think you deserve a rematch no matter what you do. I think you could beat John Jones, fucking Sean Combs, and fucking everyone, dude. <laughs> you got turned into an inflatable tube, man. You do well, not you need that a second time. Wow. I I can't even come. I can't even answer that. Let's just move on. Lauren Murphy versus Jessica Andrade. Boys, this was hard to watch. Uh, Lauren Murphy... If you're listening, I don't think you are, but I DM'd you um to get you on the show. Not anything weird. Um, 
you have a beautiful husband who should have probably thrown in the fucking white towel because, dude, you were getting pieced up a little bit. You're a warrior. So. Do you call her husband beautiful? Yeah, beautiful husband, you know? Uh, <laughs> appeal to her, something. dude. I'm trying to appeal to her. <laughs> I'm, try- I don't- I'm trying to get her on the fucking show, boys. No gay shit, but that was just an interesting choice of words. <laughs> hey, man, that's, that's what you got to do. Get her. Um, he seems like a man who'd be like to like to be called beautiful. Let's put it that way. Oh, okay. um, yeah, there's no way she's coming on the podcast if she ever see a picture this. of this fellow. Yeah, yeah um, he posts a lot of pictures of her in like bikinis, which is um, All right, maybe I shouldn't. Oh, he's a fighter. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure what he is. He's a PFL bantamweight fighter. Should have thrown in the fucking white towel for Lauren Murphy. Um, but she is a fucking warrior. That was a lot that she had to put up with, and <laughs> she, she was able. <laughs> I I saw that. Shape of that fella. That's not her husband. That's... that's not her husband. I was about to say that's fucking. Um, but yeah, you know, Jessica Andrade just looks on a whole oh, other level. Sorry, that's Joe Murphy from former Red Wings player who's now homeless. It says, "Oh, no. that's <laughs> terrible. That's awesome." Um, I mean, terrible. Um, <laughs> so yeah, Jessica Andrade absolutely pieced Lauren Murphy up. Unfortunately, it was kind of hard to watch. I kind of wish you she was too tough for her own good for sure. Hopefully, she didn't get any long term damage. Um. Jessica Andrade, she looks like a fucking tank as per usual. I heard about her possibly fighting Manon Firo. I would really like to see that fight. Ooh, that might yeah. be my fight of the year if that gets lined up. That'd be a fucking nice fight for sure. Um, Mike, we'll start with you. How did you feel about that one? Dude, he is a handsome fella. I see him. He's a, ju- <laughs> he's a black belt jujitsu. Yeah, he is handsome. You're right, Max. Thank you. I know. Yo, y'all, what the fuck is going on here? <laughs> 2023, Jefferson, you got to be accepting. All right, Mike, let's go on. Y'all are about to get boys. submitted by fucking Norm Murphy's fucking <laughs> husband. I mean, he could easily do that. He's a black belt. Dude, Uh, yeah, I mean, what the fuck was that, dude? Two 3025s and a 3026? I mean, holy fucking shit. I don't remember the last fight. The only one I can remember that seemed this far off that went to the decision was Volk Max 3. And I, I think this might even been worse, to be honest. This was – it was a hard-to-watch fight, to be honest, boys. And I think it just reaffirmed that Jessica Andrade's the best female fighter without a belt, for sure. Yes. I don't even think it's – I mean, Firo's pretty close behind, but she just doesn't have the tenure yet to match up with Andrade. Andrade, holy fucking shit, boys. And what do you guys think about the ref? Does he need to be fine? Does he need to go back through training? How did he not end that? I don't know. I, I something should happen because that's just kind of it was hard to watch. Like it actually, this Dude, one, the Glover the third, one, this one, the Glover one, hard. Yeah. Well, I feel like the Glover one was well more understandable because it was for a title fight. But yeah, and I feel like Glover did just enough. Yeah. Yeah, this this I didn't get that feeling at all. Like no. not one fucking bit, and I. I think Lauren Murphy's a hell of a fighter, but I mean, dude, a minute into the third round, that shit should have been over. Long yeah. over. I would also like to see Jessica Andrade versus Zingwe Lee, too. Uh, I would love to see that. Um, all right. Let's go to the next fight. That was Gilbert Burns versus Neil Magny. This one, I mean, holy fuck, boys. Uh, put some respect on Gilbert Burns' name, huh? Like, that was that was fucking quick, quick little... Uh, Submission there for Gilbert. Um, Jeff, we'll give it to you. What did you take away from this one? I know there's not much to take away. Yeah, I mean, what can you, you say? Gilbert, Gilbert and fucking Colby. They are 
they definitely need to fight that number one contender match. I don't care what anyone says. Just, I feel like that's the fight to make. Because you don't oh, yeah. know what the fuck is happening with Hamza. We don't know what's happening with Colby, though. He's just... Well, I'd just... rather not see him fucking fight other people and, you know, <laughs> run that fucking title shot down the road. He'll get it someday. Yeah. Hopefully not. But... <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I feel like we should definitely make that Colby and Burns fight. I mean, oh, Burns, yeah. he's kind of a baby face. Everyone loves him. He's from Brazil, which yeah. is a good bonus fighting against Colby because yeah. he has a very, very fucking, very fucking notable quote. Which yeah, don't say might it. Be Just fuel for power, a whole power training shot. Camp. Nope. Which <laughs> after this weekend, Colby might be right. That's what I knew you were gonna say. Brazil's a dump. <laughs> all you animals you're fucking all... suck. <laughs> <laughs> you're all filthy animals. All right. Uh, okay, Mike. <laughs> what did uh, you think? I agree with you guys, dude. I think Gilbert is really starting to fall into like almost like an RDA role in the UFC, dude. Like everyone respects him. Yeah. He just puts on amazing performances. You never see Magny get manhandled like this. I was looking back on Magny's career, trying to remember the last time he's manhandled like this. Shavkat, obviously, before that was RDA himself. RDA, surefire Hall of Famer in my book. Shavkat, going to be a number one contender within a year. The only other guy to manhandle Magny is Gilbert Burns. I mean, he, in my book, is on a pedestal enough to call out and fight whoever he wants outside of the champ. Give him Colby. Dude, give him Colby in two months if he fucking wants it after that performance. Why not? And I really, really, boys, want to see Bilal Hamzat. If it's going to be Kobe Gilbert, oh, yeah. I want to see Bilal Hamzat bad, I, I like that one. I, I like mean, one, I like it because, you know, Bilal has a high chance of getting mold, so I like it. Dude, but I would love to see if anyone Bilal fucking finish Hamzat. If that happens, oh, my fucking dude, God. Dude, the more dude. time goes, the more I feel like Hamzat's not coming back to fucking 170. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. I completely agree with that. Um, yeah, great performance for Gilby. Um, let's move on to Davidson. Gibby to Gibbs. <laughs> Gilby. He, dude. People call him Gilby. People call him Gibby. <laughs> they call him a lot of different shit. Gilb. I don't know if people call him Gilb. Um, all right. Let's move this one forward. Davidson Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno. What was this? Yo, this your one mic this... got like quiet. You hear me? Yeah. Let's keep it moving now. Uh, Davison Figueredo versus Brandon Moreno for the quadilogy. Um, I heard like Trentology maybe also. I don't know. Um, but yeah, good ass fight. Good way to end it. Um, you know, swells his eye up with a punch with a knuckle. Clean punch. I didn't have any issues with it. Um, Brandon Moreno looked really fucking good. So did Davison Figueredo. Uh, I think it was everything we expected minus the the doctor stoppage. I thought it was probably going to go to the fourth round maybe i didn't expect it to be a doctor stoppage in between rounds but still a really really solid fight um i was happy with the outcome even though i picked figueredo on um uppercut i ended up changing my pick on verdict and i was kind of riding with moreno so uh yeah like what you, a fucking cheater what? you turned oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking <laughs> yeah. cheater i know it's all right when did you, you start to... rocking with moreno Round uh, after two. I saw Figueroa <laughs> whipping a banana out at the weigh-ins, which I know the fucking backstory. If you listen to the whole thing, it was he Figueroa is the one being fucking goofy. He started. He was being all goofy, and I forgot that how much I liked Brandon Moreno. Um, and yeah, uh, good fight. 
Um, yeah, we'll toss it over to you, Mike. How'd you feel about it? Yeah, great fight. I think I predicted it pretty well. I, I really thought Moreno was going to come into this one ready, and he was more than ready. He just looked a step ahead at Davison. I mean, I, I thought it was 3 nothing. Yeah. At that point, and I, I thought the, the stoppage was completely fair. As soon as you can't see out of one eye, it's got to get stopped. And I'm super excited for finally, finally fucking something new in the flyweight. Yeah. yeah. Holy Rado shit, boys. Made me think he's going to fucking retire with that glove off situation. That was fucking He might have fucking well. I mean, what does he think going up? Dude, I don't know, but I kind of like it. Sugar the Sean only matchup I kind of like, which is what I heard Till Sonnen say, is fucking Cruz. Oh, I heard that too. I heard that I also too, like the Sugar yeah. Sean possibility. No, he will give fucking flatlined against sugar you yeah, know how build, much dude, bigger sugar build is? up but the fucking build up it's like kind of like having sean strickland on a how the fucking build up to four of these fights haven't been anything and they've all been for well, a belt. with brandon moreno he's like not really giving him what the biggest baby face in the fucking ufc you could easily play a bad guy role and no, he but, barely well, did that i think they're both so flashy it's gonna be a big fucking uh build up for sure would be i my mean guess. i feel like it would be another fucking Sean versus prelim Pedro. You think? Are you sure? At least the build up will be. It will be just Sean shitting on him. Davison sitting there like. <laughs> Dude, I wish, I wish we streamed this live so people could saw your fucking face. <laughs> Tell me he doesn't just sit there like that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, well, another thing too with like, I noticed a lot with American fans, especially. Because we are American, a lot of shit gets yeah, lost in the language know. barrier. Like yeah, you know, like translation. yeah, a lot of the shit talk, dude. It just doesn't hit the same. Like there's some of it does, but a lot of it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. So very true. Um, all right, that was a good fight. Let's move on to the main event: Glover versus Jamal. Boys, what a fucking fight! What a fight! Shout out to Glover for being just the fucking best. I may have got may may have gotten a little little moist on the eyes when he when he retired i'll say it i'm I'll, i was a couple beers deep i was feeling myself you know i might have missed it a little bit it was it was wasn't even a full tear it just got well just well you went from saying the ufc doesn't deserve i know to, doesn't I know. need to give glover shit to crying when he retired yeah. crying is a hard is a strong word i got i got you sound like misty. a turncoat brother <laughs> dude the moistest motherfucker on saturday dude was did you see them hit moreno oh, with beers whoa. Let's say that again. Holy shit. The Moises. No, who? <laughs> Motherfucker. After that. <laughs> Was Brandon Moreno? Ah, yes, yes, yes. He got fucking sprayed. I see what you're saying. Dude. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. What the fuck was that? I mean, it was kind of funny, and he laughed it off, but what the fuck was that? Yeah, like, you guys don't want to clap. Like, Dude, whatever. if they did that in America, all these bitch-ass fan, like, all these bitch-ass internet people that don't watch UFC would be on the fucking thing being fucking like... Fucking cucks. If it was, like, in Houston, they'd be like, Houston's classic Houston fucking... If it, Could you imagine if this was in Boston? Oh, my God, would we get such a bad fucking... Yeah, but then again, if fucking Bilal ended Sean Brady in Jesus, fucking Philly... Bilal again. I'm talking a beer at fucking Bilal, dude. He's <laughs> dude. shit, dude. Dude, it'd be fucking... fucking... Warren Miller. I'm hucking a shoey, dude. A beer in the shoe at ball. I might be hucking a fucking leg. Yeah. Dude, it'd be straight up Philly pret, dude. Philly sauce pretzel and fucking Tiki and Pete's fries getting wong at Bilal Muhammad. Yeah. Yes. Um. But yeah, as for <laughs> the main worse. event, Glover versus Jamal. 
What a fight. What a performance from both guys. I fucking like Jamal Hill a lot. I'll be honest with you. Um, I, yeah, I, this fight may, I should have respected him a lot more to begin with, but I respect him a lot now after that fight and that performance and the way he handled himself. Uh, just everything he did was awesome. He's a great champ and I'm really excited to see him. Uh, ho- I actually want him to hold on to the belt for a little bit. So Mike, we'll start with you. How did you feel about Jamal winning the belt and that fight in general? Yeah. I mean, just to harp on what you said a little bit, I think it was kind of hard to give him the respect he deserves heading into this fight. I mean, he didn't yeah. really have a lot of the quality competition that you see a lot of title fighters get. And, dude, I don't think no one on planet Earth could have predicted Glover only going two for 17 on takedown. It's like, I don't know. Jamal Hill should something new to his game that we've never seen, dude. I, I mean, he's a tough motherfucker, but that takedown defense is insanity. Yeah. Dude, he – I mean – two for 17 on fucking Glover. And then he just, I mean, manhandled him on the feet. And I'm really excited to see. I think we're going to have some big fights in store the next year, boys. Magomed and Jamal is actually going to be an exciting one. Yuri Jamal will be a super exciting one. You know, it's crazy. Dude, I seriously don't think Magomed's next. I don't think so either. I I don't either. I I mean, I don't know. They're so pissed at him they made Jamal versus Glover. They were so fucking pissed at Magomed versus Jan that they ended up making Jamal versus Glover in the, like, during that fight, basically. Yeah. And, dude, I don't know if I've been listening too much Chael or something, but. No. Dude, Alex Pereira. I saw that. I think that's a done deal. Did you see that stare down in the fucking cage? Yeah. I think Alex Pereira, Jamal Hills might be, like, next. I mean,. That's like a There's a reason fight, why why we haven't heard Izzy and what you call it yeah. Pereira remit, rematch fucking. Well, well Izzy's getting eye tattoos, getting forehead tattoos, so I think that's probably. You don't want to get hit in a forehead tattoo, boys. I don't my... know. I think he wants that rematch more than anything. Dude, yeah. and my backup to Pajedo was fucking. Dude, I would not be surprised if the UFC throws Anthony Smith a bone either if it yeah. takes too long and he no, gets he a shot. No, he missed weight. I don't know if he would after. Yeah, 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 yeah. He did miss. He weight did for that. as the backup though. I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if they can't situate the whole Jan and fucking Magomed and Yuri thing. I would not be surprised if he gets thrown a bone. Because I mean, outside of that, you got Rakic who's still hurt. Nikita I just, Krylov. I, I don't know how you throw him a bone when you have Magomed who already beat him. I know. I'm saying this would be if they don't get the Magomed thing situated, whatever they think yeah. about Magomed. I think Magomed's the number one contender right now. For sure. I think, nah, I don't know because, I mean, are we really going to make Magomed the fucking number one contender just because fucking Joe Rogan walked up to Jan first and Jan yeah. can barely speak well, English? I am because I don't want to see Jan win the belt and then retire. I, I'm kind of scared. I would love to see that because I'd rather not see him get beat by a bunch of contenders and then retire. No, but I think what Mikey's saying is it just completely fucks up. The it's whole... worse back at square one again. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. The division's fucked until you're. And also, back, I where... don't know if anyone's beaten Jamal. I mean, I love Jan. I don't either. Dude, to be honest with you, know after either. he the showed that fucking really takedown dude. So- someone take it to Glover like this was John Jones. And I mean,. Ever since he left the division, we've been looking for the man, and I think we found him. Yeah. What has more likelihood of happening? Alex Pajeda versus Hamzat or Pajeda versus Jamal Hill first? I think Pereira versus fucking, what you call it, Jamal Hill, just because he beat Clover like that, and that's All your right. teammate. I mean, J- Pereira was right in that corner. He had a fucking, he had the best view in the house of it. 
Yeah. So I guess another question I'll ask if if Hamza goes up, is he automatic title contender? Does he fight for the title next? Yeah, I think he might fight here. I kind of have it mapped out in my head. All right, let's hear it. Please say Whitaker. Right. Either we see Hamza, dude. Well, at least if I was the UFC, I'm fucking making Hamza make weight for this Leon versus what you call it rematch, Kamaro rematch, and. If he has any struggles with it at all, you're telling him, yeah, you, you're no longer a welterweight at all. And you're making him fight for 185. And, I mean, if you want Alex versus Jamal, you book that. And then you have Izzy versus Hamzat for the vacant belt. Mm. Ooh, Where's like Whitaker that. get left in this scenario? Yeah, I mean, Bobby do we Knuckles really want to see fucking Izzy versus Whitaker for a fucking belt again? No, no I'm just Bobby asking. Knuckles versus I Pereira. wanted to know what you guys think. Well, no, Pereira would be fighting a light fucking Jamal. No, I know. I was saying instead. If, yeah, if I mean, stays... you just give Bobby Knuckles as fucking. I I don't know, dude. That's try yeah, to I get that Costa like... fight, I guess. Yeah, okay. yeah. Actually, yeah. yeah. right. Costa. I got. I didn't map it out, so I don't fucking know. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah, like I've been it. sitting on this for a while. I've been trying I to. Could tell it's been marinating. Think of a whole game plan for this. Yeah, dude, that's <laughs> that's that that theory's built up on Mercury. Because I really don't think so. there's a chance in hell. I don't think Hamzat really fights at 170, even though I took him at yeah. winning the championship. I'm it's really starting to see like he doesn't. It doesn't yeah. seem like it to me either. Pereira has the perfect path to 205 now. Yeah, I mean, become double champ. You already did what you really want. When it was to be Izzy. You already did that. You're already a champ now. You have a golden ticket to avenge your fucking your what you call it? Your goddamn Yoda. Yeah, yeah. You get a chance to avenge his death. I mean, I, dude, you I don't take listen it. to Izzy anymore. I used to like him a lot, but he's he's gotten kind of confusing to follow, and I just get a little. He makes me uncomfortable more than anything. <laughs> what? Like, he just makes like just watching him. It's just like, oh, why did you say that? That's not a thing you meant. Yeah, he's just cringy. Yeah, he lost me with the fucking ice you like Elsa thing. He lost me with that. I thought that was funny, but you know, you know, maybe Max, you did not think that was funny. If you thought that was funny, and Max, come on, you did not think that was funny. Don't think I thought it was funny, dude. I don't oh. think he meant it as a joke though. That I, I, I was laughing at him. I don't know. It was at him or with him. That makes the difference. If he was making it, I don't, he didn't make it a joke. So I, I thought it was funny. It would be funny if he said that and he was joking because it is a good fucking bit, but I don't think he was joking. So that means I guess I was laughing at him. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, I really it am. was funny, dude. I see like <laughs> Elsa and it's a bunch of fucking meatheads just going to fucking stand and bang. And then you're going to talk about little princesses i don't need to explain comedy to you boys but i guess i might have to. <laughs> oh, <I> shit <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah i guess the only two guys there's only like two or three guys who can derail this whole thing and that would be strickland delize or Drickus in the next year who could derail all these plans but i don't see it i like jeff's playing the best me too um yeah so you that was ufc 284 opened a lot of doors closed a lot of doors um some divisions are a little bit cleaner now, but not all of them. Um, we got a lot of new up-and-coming contenders now. And, yeah, quite the card. Thank you guys for listening. We'll be back, um, I think, with another fighter interview this week and then a review episode. Sorry, preview episode. And then, obviously, we'll be back to our review episode next week. So stay tuned for that. And thank you all for listening. <laughs>